This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Forget preschool waiting lists or elementary school lotteries. Believe it or not, if you have a child of any age, it's already time to start worrying about college. How much will college cost in the future? And how can you make sure you're ready to handle the tuition? Today we're talking about saving money for college. This is Parent Savers. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Would you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Parent Savers is your online, on-the-go support group for parents with infants and toddlers. And I am filling in as host. I'm Sunny Galt, and our fearless leader, Johnner, is going to join us in just a second. We'll kind of explain the setup in just a little bit. Thanks so much for our loyal listeners who join us every time we release a brand new episode. And for those of you who continue these conversations with us on Facebook and Twitter, we really appreciate it. We love chatting with you online. Make sure to check out our Parent Savers apps, where you can listen to all of your favorite episodes on the go. And if you love listening to Parent Savers each week, we would love for you to tell some more parents about it. So I know how parents talk. So next time you're getting together with another parent, just share that uh, that you listen to Parent Savers, that you really like it. And uh, another step, if you want to go one step further than that, is to check us out on iTunes and leave a review because that's how people find us on iTunes is through our great reviews. And we really appreciate those of you who have left a review in the past. Okay, so before we kick off our conversation, we're going to meet everyone that's joining us today. And I mentioned just a few minutes ago that we have a little bit different setup. So I'm actually the only person that is here in the studio. <laughs> everyone else, I feel a little lonely, guys. Everybody else is joining us via Skype, via phone. So let's bring in Johnner. Hey, Johnner. Hey, I'm here too. You're taking my job. <laughs> I know, dude. So Johnner's joining us from home with, uh, I don't know, your three little kids at home too, Johnner. Or they're at school. No, it's there will school. be no little phantom kid noises from my end today. Johnner is joining us via Skype. Yep. And um, Scott Killian, you guys remember Scott. Scott's been on the show in the past. Scott is joining us via phone. Hi, Scott. Hey, Sonny, how are you? I'm wonderful. Now, I'm so excited to hear your perspective on this. For those of you who have heard Scott on our show in the past, he's not only a daddy, but he's also a financial planner. So I thought it'd be perfect um, for him to be part of today's episode. So, Scott, um, for those of you who you know haven't met Scott, Scott, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family? Yeah, so actually, uh, yes, as you said, Sonny, I'm a financial planner and have been for oh, over 15 years now. I have a six-year-old boy, six years old today, if you can imagine that. It is his birthday, so we're uh, awesome. celebrating after, after this. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's just uh, it's the three of us, and we're we're um, you know we're just we're just living the dream, working and being a family. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for being with us today, Scott. And Mary is joining us on the phone. So uh, Mary is from Virginia 529, and we're going to dive into 529 plans in in just a little bit when we get into our actual main part of the episode. But uh, Mary, tell us a little bit about you and your family. 
Okay, funny thanks. Um, yeah, Mary Morris, and I'm the CEO at Virginia 529, and I have two grown girls. So I think I'm the oldster here in the group, so, and, and no grandchildren on the way, but someday maybe. But uh, So I've been through uh, a lot of the paths that uh, y'all are going to talk about here in the last few years. Awesome. And you guys already know Jonner, but Jonner, why don't you just refresh everyone's memory on how many kiddos you have in, in your family life? Let's see if I can remember. So yeah, I'm Jonner, um, normally host the Parent Savers and um, have three boys, an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, and a four-year-old. And at least one of us between me and my wife are really concerned about college planning right now. So I'm excited to have this conversation to see if this other one of us maybe gets more excited. <laughs> so are you going to share which one is more concerned or do we just have to guess or figure it out in the course of the conversation? I, I think it's pretty obvious and we'll be able to figure it out. So, But I, I'm looking forward to learning more for sure. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks everyone for being well, with us. Excitement is a good way. That's, that's, that's a good attitude to have about it. So. I know, yeah, right? Totally. Save money. That is exciting. Saving money. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. Hey, Parent Savers, we have a comment from one of our listeners, and I love getting mail from you guys. So this is straight out of the Parent Savers mailbag. And this comes from Rick in Louisiana. And Rick writes, say that five times fast, Rick writes, Hey, Parent Savers, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your episode last week on buying and selling your kids' stuff. We really needed a way to clear out the clutter around our house, and we're just not super big fans of Craigslist. So thanks for the additional resources. Also, I have another tip that could help. My wife always makes friends with couples who have kids a little older and a little younger than our kids, so we're always getting clothes and toys from the older kids that no longer need it. And likewise, we can pass down the stuff our kids no longer need to couples with younger kids. So creating a little bit of an assembly line there, are you, Rick? If you're not really worried about making money, this is a great option because it takes very little time and effort. Just my two cents. Love listening to the show. Keep up the awesome work. And Rick, I think you're pretty awesome for sending this in. I really do appreciate it. Great tip for other parents out there. And if you guys are listening and you're like, you know what? I've got a tip or I've got something, you know, I'd like to share with uh, Sunny and Jonner, then uh, please send us an email. You can go through the contact link on our website. Or if you just want to leave us a voicemail and tell us yourself, you can call 619-866-4775. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so today we are talking about saving money for college, and Mary Morris is joining us. She's with Virginia 529. Mary, thanks for joining us via phone. It's great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Okay, so um, kind of a loaded question, but um, when should parents start worrying about paying for college? 
<laughs> well, as I said, I like the word excited better than worrying. <laughs> right. Um, you start thinking about it right away, though. Uh, we use one, one of the, the devices that we use for getting people's attention is the tuition monster. So that's the kind of a big annoying thing that parents have lurking around, but we talk about ways to tame the tuition monster. And so I think it really is doable, and the earlier you start, thinking about it and planning and saving, the easier it's going to be. I feel it. You know, I've got four kids of my own. And so um, even in our whole family planning of how many kids are we going to have, I can't tell you how, how many times the, you know, it was brought up. Oh, well, we've got to pay for this. We've got to pay for this. And, and I think the top things that we were really concerned about is, okay, how are we going to pay for college? And okay, um, if we have a girl, how are we going to pay for that wedding? I mean, I think those <laughs> were the, the biggest things on our list. So um, let's, uh, let's check in with some of our panelists. Um, Johnner, you have three boys. Uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, the conversations that you and your wife have had about how do we pay for college for our boys? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's definitely lingering out there. And I think our, our sense is from all the anecdotal evidence and parents that we talk to that have older kids that the landscape has definitely changed. But I feel like there's such a struggle these days between just balancing to save for all the sports leagues and activities and family or uh, faculty organizations or PTAs or whatever and donations that, you know, it's easy to say, oh, my gosh, can we just not even worry about college right now? So maybe it's me that maybe says that. But my wife's like, no, we really need to um, say it. So it's it's conversations that we've had. Um, it, but it, it seems so like such a distant future that it's really easy to back burner. Yeah, totally. Yeah, especially when your kids are so little that, you know, you're worrying about, you know, going to whatever, kindergarten and stuff like that, or daycare. How are you going to pay for daycare? And I know we've done episodes on that on Parent Savers as well. So, Scott, I I imagine you and your wife finding out you're pregnant and you're going, okay, how do we pay for college? (laughs) As a financial planner, I imagine this this is something that you thought about from the very beginning. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I mean, it, it did come up. It came up. It came up early on. Um, but I think the important thing is that it, it it's all in a matter of context. I mean, just like John, I completely identify with what you're saying. How are you going to pay for the things that are right in front of your face versus something that's 18 years down the road? Right. It seems almost like it, it seems it seems like well, you know, maybe later we can get to it. But the reality is that, like everybody says, at least that I've come in contact with, you're it's like a blink of an eye and all of a sudden the kids are stealing your car keys off the table, driving your car, and then they're going to college, and it's like, what, where did all the time go? So it's something that to be really cognizant about, and it's something that we decided to put a lot of, not we decided to put attention to along with everything else. And it's, you know, I feel in my practice and with my family that it is something that if you can articulate your position on college education, then what you do about that uh, should be able to, to be able to fall in line. Right. When we're talking about college and how much it costs, we, we know it costs a lot, even when, I, I mean, I think everyone here on the call went to college. So we, we even know through our own, you know, experiences that even when we went through, it was expensive, you know, then. And so you project, you know, 18, 20 years out. And, you know, we know these, you know, rates seem to be going through the roof. So, uh, Mary, can you shed some any, you know, some light on what people should expect to pay uh, for college and what it could go to in the future? Any ideas on that? So the average today, um, I, I pulled up a few things, and it depends if you're going in-state or out-of-state. 
if you go or whether you go to a public school or a private school, and then between that, are you in state or out of state? So there's a really wide range, and that's one of the things families should think about. You know, usually when when you read the big numbers, that's for a private school with a postdoc program. You know, some of the the most famous private schools. They're sticker shock right now. They might be fifty or sixty thousand dollars a year today. Well, in eighteen twenty years, that's going to be a really big number. But a public school, um, you know, right now the the national average for tuition and fees is about ninety five hundred dollars. The the total all in cost is somewhere just um, just south of twenty thousand dollars for an in state student. Still a big number. Still going to grow, but a little bit more that you can wrap your head around. And then you always have to look at what are you actually going to pay, and that can be different, and there are a lot of variations um, between public and private schools. And then I always tell families now, think about starting at a community college and then moving into the four-year school later on. You know, And those may run you two to $4,000 a year right now for tuition and fees. So it's a really wide range, and families have to figure out what's going to work for them. Okay, so let's dive into how 529 plans can help. We actually, in our family, we live pretty far away from, uh, you know, grandparents. And we wanted to find a way that they could contribute because, let's face it, you know, (laughs) when birthdays come and stuff like that, you can only get so many toys. And we're like, okay, you know what, this really isn't working out. Um, But you really can, you know, help us out by contributing to their, their college future. And so when my kids were born, that's exactly what we did. We set up 529 plans. And I know my father-in-law has it and and we do too actually it automatically comes out Mm -hmm. um of you know whatever paycheck you know each month I think we have like you know and you can allot you know x amount of dollars to do that whatever you want and so it's not a for you know set it and forget it per se because you know obviously there's a lot of options and you can switch things around um but give us an idea of of the benefits of uh 529 plans and and especially using Virginia 529 plans sure and that's the absolute best way to get going. And again, it can be a small amount when you start. And then as your situation changes, maybe you get a promotion, you get a little bit of extra money, you can put more money in, in addition to that monthly contribution. And hopefully, right, once a year, you'll talk with your financial planner um, and think about what can I do? Can I put a little bit more in? You know, what more can we do? Um, 529 plans are a tax advantage way to save. So the 529 comes from the section of the Internal Revenue Code that gives us our tax advantages. Every state, with the exception of Wyoming, and they sort of work together with Colorado, has a 529 plan. Um, They are open to participants all around the country, uh, the savings programs. There are two kinds of 529s, and we're really just going to talk about savings plans. A few states, Virginia is one of them, have prepaid programs, but they're a little bit different animal, and they have some residency restrictions and some age restrictions. But the savings programs, are it's really like any other kind of saving. You know, you can invest usually in uh, mutual funds of families. Uh, there are age-based evolving portfolios. There are static single strategy portfolios. You know, a lot of different options. A little bit like, um, think about a 401k plan, you know, where you've got uh, a limited suite of options sort of helping families steer into what might be some good investment options. The real kicker for a 529 program is that because the tax advantages federally and in virtually every state, your contributions grow tax-free. 
so you don't pay any taxes while it's growing, which is great. And as long as you use your account for qualified higher education expenses, they're never taxed. So it's really the only investment where you can do that, where it grows tax-free and is never taxed, even on distribution, um, as long as you use it for the, for the intended purpose. And then a number of states also provide tax deductions for state income tax purposes. And here's where it gets a little bit more complicated. So always tell families, look at your state's plan first and see what the advantages are. Do you like the investment options? Do you get a state tax advantage or are there other advantages to being in that state's program? But also look elsewhere, particularly if you don't feel um, you know, warm and fuzzy about your state's plan. And a number of states don't provide a state tax advantage or they don't have state income taxes, um, you know, or they actually allow you to participate in any state's program and still take the state tax advantages. So take a look at that and look at what kind of investments you're comfortable with. Um, look at the fee structure, look at the performance, and make a decision as to which plan is best for you. But there are absolutely no restrictions in being in one state's plan versus another. You do not have to stay with your home state. And the plan that you participate in has absolutely nothing to do with where you can go to school. So that's one of the, the misperceptions about uh, 529 college savings programs, particularly ours, because we are called Virginia 529. It sounds so Virginia-centric, but it just happens to be who we are. Um, and these are all run by state agencies, so that's what people maybe don't always understand, and that's part of the federal statute. A state has to sponsor the program. Some states outsource some of the program administration, but you're really working with the state, and I think that's a great advantage because we spend a lot of time across the country on financial education and outreach and scholarship programs and matching grant programs and ways to try to get as many families as possible from a very broad demographic spectrum involved in saving for college. Okay, Johnner, you're up. Okay, so in talking about 529 plans, is this something that you and Christina have talked about? Is it something that you've put in motion? Or where do you stand with all this? Well, so how much do I need to be setting aside every month? That's what I want to know. I think that's what it kind of comes down to. For a reasonable public education, how much do we need to be saving per kid? However much you can. No, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not to be flip about that. But, you know, it just depends. It really does depend on what your circumstances are um, and where you are. You know, the the younger, if, if you're just getting started, you know, you do the best you can in many instances. Um, I think your, you know, financial planner can help with that. There are calculators on our website, um, and we're at virginia529.com. We have some really good calculators. There are others. I think most state plans um, have some kind of calculators, and you can do a lot of different things. You can figure out the cost of waiting. So what does it cost you to not do anything? How much will you have to save if you don't start until the kids are 10, let's say? Um, you can put in just a generic, you know, what's the anticipated average public tuition going to be in the future? And, you know, so there are a lot of ways to play around with that. So I would say absolutely go out and I don't know where the others are, but go to Virginia529.com and scroll down a little bit and you can find our calculators. You can play a game and see what you think your expected family contribution might be for federal financial aid purposes. And I tell people, do it when the kids are little. You know, put in either just make numbers up because no one knows. You're just playing around with a calculator. 
um, put in either your current income or what you hope it'll be in a few, you know, whatever. Um, throw some numbers in, put your kids, put their birthdays in, and um, and see what the expected tuition is going to be and how much it recommends that you save. So you absolutely can figure that out. And again, you can look at what a two-year college will cost or a four-year. Um, if you know that you want your kids to go to Duke or Stanford, you can put them in and, you know, it'll do a calculation based on uh, the current cost and, and extrapolate that into the future. And I just wanted to piggyback on something, um, Mary, what you were saying, and to you, Johner, when you say how much should I be putting away, and this is a question that gets asked all the time, and, and a question that I would always ask is, well, how much do you want to fund of college? Do you want to do the full boat? Do you want to do some of it, part of it, expecting a scholarship, financial aid, or help from parents and grandparents? So you got to kind of figure that out first. But if you are going to decide to put in money to a 529 plan, you can see that I mean, there are calculators and graphs out there that will show you that the benefit of putting it in earlier rather than trying to catch up later. So if you were to put in X amount of dollars over the next five years, it's far better than waiting 10 years and then trying to put more money in later when college is just kind of around the corner because you have the benefit the tax advantages and the benefit of the compounding of the of the investments. Okay. Thanks so much. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk more about the Virginia 529 program and getting ready for college tuition. We'll be right back. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, welcome back. Today we're talking about saving money for college with Mary Morris from Virginia 529. Welcome back, everybody. So, Mary, our Virginia 529 plans, they're not just for undergraduate degrees. Are there any restrictions? Um, you know, we say it's for college, but college can mean a lot of different things to different people, right? Well, you're absolutely right. You know, I, I keep trying to think of a better word, post-secondary, and that's even worse than just saying college. But, <laughs> no, it can be used for a very broad range, very flexible programs. So, Graduate and undergraduate programs, two-year colleges, four-year colleges, um, a lot of the proprietary or for-profit colleges, training programs, technical programs. The basic rule is that it has to be what's called an eligible educational institution. Basically, that means if it qualifies for federal financial aid, kind of it's in the system, it's been vetted, that, that school, then it qualifies as a 529 recipient. Um, so it's a really broad range. All around the country, there are some um, international programs that qualify. Uh, you know, it can be used. You can start saving for your kids. You can save for yourself. You know, adults can use 529 programs. Uh, I think it's great to just, again, if you get in that habit of saving and thinking, okay, I want to go back. I need a new credential. Um, I'm in a field that is going to be obsolete in 10 years, so I need to go back to school and get a different credential. You can do that with your 529 account. And you can save for yourself. Um, so, Or if you know, your kid doesn't end up going to school, you can transfer beneficiaries. So we try to be as flexible as possible to provide ways to, uh, to save for the future, really. 
Okay. And I know Virginia 529 has four different plans, and one of them is for Virginia residents specifically. So knowing that our listeners might not be in Virginia, let's talk about the other three. Give us the highlights of what each of those plans offer. So the three savings programs, like I said, College Wealth is the easiest. That's the most conservative. It offers an FDIC-insured bank savings account um, through BB&T Bank and then Union Bank, which is a, a more um, local Virginia bank, although anybody can participate. So that's the only investment option. It's, it's really great for kids who are already in college or approaching college age because you have that guarantee you're not going to lose any money and you're going to get a definite return. Um, although it's pretty low right now. And then Invest, Virginia 529 Invest, and College America are our two, let's call them mutual fund savings programs, more like a 401k. With College America, you have to work with a financial advisor, and that's what's called our advisor program. So you have to go through a financial advisor to get into College America. And it provides a full lineup of the American funds, mutual funds. It's one of the largest mutual fund families in the country. Uh, we, I think we have some great options. The fees are relatively low. That program gets a Morningstar rating of silver, which is really good. And encourage folks to go out. You can read about that program and their rankings. Um, our Invest program gets that same silver ranking from Morningstar, so we're really pleased about that. That's our direct program. If you go on to Virginia529.com, you can open up an account, an Invest account, in about 10 minutes all by yourself. Um, you don't need to use a financial advisor. Different investment options in Invest. A lot of different investment managers. Our program really runs all that and provides the options, and you just find what works best for your family. The most popular options in all 529 programs across the country are what are called age-based evolving portfolios. And all that means is that if you start your account for a newborn, you probably want to be a little bit more aggressive in your investment options. And so it starts with more equities, and then as the child gets older, it automatically resets and becomes more conservative. So um, you don't have to worry about that as much. And generally, people want to make sure that they hold on to what's in there by the time the kids go to college. And so we become a little bit more conservative in the investment strategy so that you're more likely to have that happen. Scott, what kind of advice do you give your clients as far as, you know, different states have different packages? I'm sure for someone that, you know, doesn't know a lot about this, it could get kind of confusing. What do you usually say to help parents kind of figure out what's going to work best for them? Right. Well, the, the first thing is I always look at the state that they're in. And if they are in a state that offers a, a deduction, that, that's a, that's, that makes a very, very strong case for using that, their state's plan because the, the tax deduction is great. If I'm looking at the investments in particular, I am a fan of the age-based plans. I think that if you're doing it yourself, you're going to be following that same glide path anyway. You're going to be really aggressive up front, and at some point you're going to turn off the aggressive spigot and you know put it more into a, a fixed category. So it's there when you need it. So what would be the best way if someone's listening to the show and they're like, you know, I really should do some research and kind of figure this out. Can they literally, um, you know, to even find out if they have a 529 plan in their state and what that looks like, would they just Google like, you know, the name of their state and then 529 or is there a central yep. website? That's it. Okay. If you just, if you, if you, if you want to, you know, if you want to find your states or any other states, just type in the, the name of the state and 529 and I guarantee you, your state will come up as will a bunch of other states. Um, there are two really good websites sites that, that are, uh, give you sort of overall comparative advice. Um, the College Savings Plans Network 
is a nonprofit organization made up of um, mostly all the states that have 529 programs. Um, and their website is collegesavings.org. And they have a really nice comparison tool. So depending on what feature is most important to you, you can pick a number of states and you can just run a comparison. You can see all the features and um, it provides links to every state's plan. So that's a really good resource. Uh, another good resource is savingforcollege.com. Um, they've been around for a long time. A guy named Joe Hurley started it years ago. He was a financial planner, and he said, hmm, I think I can help families around the country and, you know, build a nice business. And so he started savingforcollege.com. It's actually been, been sold, and I can't remember who owns it now, but it's a great site. has a ton of information. Um, and it, it actually is a little bit broader. It has information on financial aid. Um, there's some good uh, just articles and things like that. And, again, um, some information on every state's program and, and some comparative tools. So those are two really great places to get started um, along with just typing in your state's name or Virginia 529. Uh, again, every state's program gives you a little bit of information about 529 saving generally, college savings generally, and then specifics on their plan. Awesome. Wonderful. Mary, thanks so much for the information today. We really appreciate having you on the show. Sure thing. All right. So for those of you who are listening and you are a member of our club, we have some more information coming your way. So stay tuned. And for more information on today's episode, including more information about Mary and Virginia 529, you can visit our website and visit the episode page on newmommymedia.com. Hey, Parent Savers, this is Detective Damian Jackson with the Escondido Police Department's Family Protection Unit and the Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force here in San Diego, California. As part of the Escondido Police Department's ongoing series of community outreach education to help families enhance their personal safety, I'm here today to talk to you about having a second dummy email address. So you're walking down the street and a stranger comes up to you and says, Hey, how's it going? Can I have your phone number? Would you give it out? Of course not. That's closely guarded information reserved only for those you want to have it. But oddly enough, so many people give out their personal email address all over the place and to complete strangers they might not ever intend to do business with. Most of you have probably had the same phone number for many years and the same email address for just as long, if not longer. Though it's not realistic to walk around with four different cell phones with different numbers, it's very easy and beneficial to have a few email addresses that you can use for different purposes. Those are what I call dummy emails. When a business or service requires an email contact information from you, it's always handy to have an extra email set up where you can selectively choose where these sources can email you at, so as not to clutter up your main email that you use for all of your personal and important affairs, or staying connected with family and close friends. You can also have your dummy email address forwarded to your main email address, so that you're still able to review it at any time, but not have to worry about those outside sources having a direct line to your main inbox. Google is perhaps the best and most streamlined email provider out there. Best of all, it's all free and very simple to set up, allowing you to manage all of your email accounts under one roof and have them all connected with your main email account, but without having to disclose your guarded information out to the rest of the world. It's just another simple measure that you can take to add that extra layer of safety and privacy to you and your family's personal affairs. For more information on how you can keep your family safe, visit us on Facebook or Twitter at forward slash Escondido Police. With the Escondido Police Department and the San Diego Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, I'm Detective Damian Jackson reminding you and your family to be smart and be safe. 
All right, that wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Parent Savers. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, The Boob Group for Moms Who Breastfeed, Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples, and Newbies for everyone doing it for the first time. This is Parent Savers, empowering new parents. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.